0: That's a good one. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to to the line, but not out. I said it right this time. Yeah. I'm okay. Avery Elford, and I'm here again with Steve Rosinski. Steve, what's going on? Nothing much. Um, Nothing. I'll more. tell you what's going on. We had a blockbuster trade. Large. Um, couple of days ago. Now I'm we're actually recording a day earlier than expected, just because we figured this one couldn't go another day without talking. Dion Phaneuf, obviously, everyone knows by now, traded to the Ottawa Senators in a nine-player trade. Almost that double digits. Saw Cody Donaghy, Milan Mahalik, Colin Greening, and Jared Cowan coming back. Plus, yeah. Tobias Lindbergh and a second-round pick in exchange
1: for Matt Fratton, Ryan Rupert, Cody Donaghy, and... A lot of people. I Mostly, like... I thought. I mean, it, it was all. It was it was prospects Matt plus Frattin, Matt he who's a who prospect, was just right? he's
0: he's throwing <laughs> in every trade by now. I mean, he was traded for Bernier. He was traded for Gaverick, He was traded oh now for. I'm telling you, he's a late bloomer like Tim I, Thomas. He's he's gonna be. I um Steve, you know how Facebook will show you um. You know, every day, what you posted on that day a few years ago. Yeah. Um, so, a gem from like 2013 popped up on my Facebook, which I guess was around the time that I was starting to publicize my very wrong hockey opinions. <laughs> <laughs> that was just all in capitals frat and scores, frat party. Oh
1: and,
0: my god! <laughs> um. I mean, I was super excited about him back then And, I mean, obviously nothing came of it He's come and gone twice now Just like any frat party (laughs) Oh, God But, um... I mean, I'm just uh, looking at this trade. I'm overjoyed. I was really, oh, yeah. really not expecting the Leafs to get enough off of their hands without having to retain salary. Seven million, and million I mean of that big of a contract. I mean, the guy's coming back. It's a huge salary dump. Yeah, but the good news is that they're all coming off of the cap
1: in a year. Basically. Yeah, in
0: a year with the option. Uh, I think it was James Myrtle that. Uh, Know, it was someone at the Leafs Nation that broke down the buyout uh, for, I believe it was Jared Cowan, and, you know, the Leafs, I think, would save, actually, quite a bit of money if they considered buying him out at the end of the year. The other guys, I think, yeah, you know, it's not inconceivable that someone might want to take
1: them at the deadline. Yeah, Mahalik, but, I mean, what is, he, what is he looking like this year? Mahalik's always hurt. Yeah, I heard he He kind of he used to be pretty good, but he like fell off after a little while. Once he left the Sharks, I think.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm just gonna look up how much
1: he's actually played this year. Probably
0: not too much. Go on NHL.com and check that out.
1: He's got 32 games. 32 games this year. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't look too bad. Like I mean, honestly, like
0: stats. I the the fact that they're taking back Lindbergh, who's you know a decent prospect. Yeah and a second round pick and there's no salary retained i mean that's the win for me i'm not really looking at the fact that you know these guys yeah might be weighing the team down cap wise a little through next year the long term gain is that you have enough
1: 7.1 off the books you know before yeah. i think it was 2020 21. or 20 yeah, yeah 2021 you know what i'm like what i was wondering is why the Senators made this trade? They're not that... Well, that's the thing.
0: I was really surprised by one thing that Mike Babcock said in response, uh, which was something along the lines of, Dion's ready to win and we're not. And I mean, okay, I get the honesty in the, on the leaf situation on the back half of that, but, you know, the former point I just don't get because I don't think the Sens are ready to win. They're barely above 5 I I think that they're... You know, in that weird spot where they're not obviously mathematically eliminated, but to uh, see them slip into the playoffs again would, would be, be you know, a miracle as much as it was last year. Yeah, I, I'm not saying that they need like a complete re-
1: rebuild or something, right? But,
0: but I mean, the, the the other thing to consider is that I think they were equally happy to take those bad contracts off of the books. Yeah, and you know, kind of happy to take back a guy who is a useful second pairing guy when he's not. The guy, and I think that was the problem in Toronto is that Fanuff was always expected to be the guy, you know. Number one, that's what he came to Toronto for. I mean, that's what Brian Burke wanted out of Dion Fanuff, and I just don't think that he's meant to be that guy. He's a good leader, and I like Dion Fanuff as a captain, yeah. And I didn't like his contract, I just didn't think that he was the guy to really carry all that weight on his back in Toronto. And to be expected to play the minutes that he was with, you know, just a rotating cast of guys like Carl Gunnarsson, like Mike Koska, <laughs> like um and Holzer at times. It's just, it's not realistic to expect a guy who's, you know, likely not a top pairing guy to also carry that weight of playing with lesser line mates yeah. in a pressure cooker like Toronto. It just, it never made sense to me. and yeah, I think he was that, cooked all yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> And I think that's where he got flack that, you know, he didn't necessarily deserve. And, you know,
1: I just... I hope he does well. Yeah, I I think from the Senators' point of, you know, this trade point of view, when you make a trade in the NHL nowadays, and they're few and far between like this one now, is that each GM really has to like, there's no doing favors for, you know... Right, I mean it's, it's yeah. a hard
0: cap league, and you know, the interesting, there's a few interesting points in this trade that I really wanted to touch on. Uh, Ian Mendez from TSN had a great piece titled uh, How the FNAF Deal Got Done, which really, yeah. you know, went into detail about the fact that this trade was basically um, there were informal talks over the last few weeks, things really heated up on the weekend, and it was reported that the deal might have actually been done as early as Sunday, they but uh, Mahalik needed to waive his no-trade clause. Oh, so
1: him of all people yeah, in the trade, that's yeah.
0: great. <laughs> um, Ottawa, the, the interesting thing to consider is that Ottawa was on FNF's list of 10 teams, he had a limited no-trade, he was on his list of 10 teams that he would have agreed to go to, and I think a point that I saw floating around Twitter on that was, you know, when you're Doing up a list as a player, you know, it seems like you would obviously include the contending teams. You'd include a Chicago, and L.A., yeah. uh, New York, those guys. Is there a chance that you round off your list with teams that you think there's no way that they'll be able to pull off a trade with these guys? It's like, yeah. let's keep it safe. Uh, you know, don't trade me to Boston, don't trade me to Ottawa, but I'm going to put these guys on my list.
1: You know, I think from personal standpoint for does he have his like family in Toronto I mean he has his wife oh yeah well he's got a wife I guess yeah. but it's close enough where it's not that big room, right I mean it's I not that big of a move maybe he likes the area or something and
0: I think that you know I think that enough honestly loved being in Toronto It's it was a yeah. big leap from when he first got dealt here and he looked like he would have rather be anywhere else in the world but I think <laughs> as soon as you know and I remember watching the Leafs you know as soon as Phaneuf came onto this team. And this was a team that was rebuilding then as well and didn't really have that much direction. But it was, you know, a big, bold Brian Burke move that when this guy came onto the ice, when this guy came into the room, you got a feeling that there was this renewed sense of direction, of purpose, at least amongst the guys on the ice that he brought. He brought this intensity that I don't think that this, like...
1: He you was know, bottom-feeding yeah, team really back. had... This was
0: a team that finished 29th this year.
1: Oh, so, true. Yeah. I mean,
0: I think that even though I disagree that he was the guy to really lead this team in the long run, yeah. he brought... There were stretches where I think that he was the perfect guy to do what he did in Toronto. Yeah. And, you know, obviously in retrospect, that build didn't really work. Brian Burke ultimately didn't last, and his team was inherited by Dave Nonis and driven into the ground. but <laughs> Is there any
1: pieces... JVR was a Burke trade, right? JVR
0: was like the last Burke trade before oh, he was fired. Oh, okay, okay. And, you know, that's that's the thing. One thing that really bums me out thinking about it is that, you know, Brian Burke had moved on before he got a chance to see yeah. his sort of last team at least make a decent Pushed for the playoffs that year. You know, they made it to the first round. Yeah. And you can argue that they might not have done it in the full season, you know, with regression and how they were playing under Randy Carlyle. Yeah. But I still think that Brian Burke could have at least been a guy to bring the Leafs somewhere respectable.
1: Yeah, like, I mean, I thought he was a great GM at first. Right. And I think that,
0: I mean, we'll never really know what led to. Berg's termination. I mean, there have been rumors floating around forever that it was, you know... I heard you did um,
1: not uh, conform to, uh, you know, the team's hair policies. That's, that's just amazing.
0: <laughs> or, or their tie policies. No, I, I heard that, um, <laughs> you know, there was talk of a Luongo trade then, and everyone was sort of in except for him. Really? He, just, he was sort of doing... I that guess what the rest of management wasn't so hot on and, and they were like you, you know, gotta coming go out of the lockout, yeah, they just decided to get rid of him. Yeah. Um just wanna close out uh the FNUF talk with this one little interesting point, Steve. Did you know that there are now more defensemen on the Ottawa Senators that were in the Leafs uh twenty thirteen playoff run than are on the Leafs right now? Really? We've got uh Dion Fanuff obviously Mike Koska. Mark Fraser. Mike Koska is on the... List. Uh, he's uh, in the American League with Binghamton oh. right now. But in the system...
1: Is Koska the one with the amazing Twitter? Or Instagram? Yeah, he's yeah. the one with the great Instagram. <laughs> Looks
0: like Thor. Oh, yeah. He's amazing. Uh, the Leafs only have one defenseman left from that oh. uh, playoff front now, which is Jake Gardner. Because oh that was the God. year before Riley.
1: Oh, yeah, That was yeah. before
0: Riley came up. I mean, we had drafted him the year before... The other thing is that, um, you know, there were talks, um, apparently Clark MacArthur, who's... uh, Now in the Senate. Right, right, came out and said, you know, that he had been approached a few times in the past, you know, just asked, what kind of guy is Dion Phaneuf? What kind of player is Phaneuf? You know, he said that he never really thought that anything would come of it, but it's it's just interesting that, um, you know, this just seems like a thing that... The Sens were at least kicking tires on for a while.
1: Oh yeah, they might have had him on a list or something right. for a while, and I guess they want to do something this year down the road. Right, Fanov's only—I guess he's thirty and for defenseman. Well, hes a I really he's—he's he's got
0: a—he's got a few more years in him. Yeah, as like a second pairing guy, yeah. and whether or not you agree with the cap, it just. For at least a minute, you need to accept the cap hit, cap hit yeah. and just accept that, you know, you've dumped a lot of salary on guys who weren't really doing anything it for you. Wait for, for a guy me. who's at least going to be reliable. I think he played 21 or 22 minutes in his first game. Looked
1: all right, except for one goal that he was, you know, oh, really blown past on. NHL.com singled him out. I was like, man, <laughs> that's horrible. Uh, a, little, a little brutal. But uh, uh, speaking of other Leafs, I know... Uh, Kadri was in the news uh, recently Yeah, yeah um,
0: So he wasn't suspended He was fined five, five grand For five the throat slashing gesture At uh, Giordano uh, Interesting tidbit though Is the fact that he's not playing tonight um, Really? Supposedly has a lower body injury But yeah. I, just, I just want to share this with you Steve Here are the Leafs lines for tonight to give you an idea of how dire this is.
1: Okay, okay.
0: So, first line got Michael Grabner, Peter Holland, Leo Komarov. Wow. Second first line, line, second line. Colin Greening what from the, the center, Mark Arcabello, PA Parento. Get out of here, dude, Mark Arcabello. Third line, Daniel Winnick, Nick Spalding, Josh Levo. Fourth line, Rich Clune, Byron Fraze, Brad Boys. <laughs>
1: Oh my god! <laughs> Holy shit, dude,
0: that's fucking. crazy. The tanks are rolling in, baby. Dude, I can I can feel the rumbling. <laughs> you, right Um, now. Jared Cowan was supposed to play tonight, but and I quote, he needed his hip loosened. What? Somebody <laughs> over tightened it. So so that's a thing. This guy who's been a scratch for for forever has a chance to come into the lineup and needs his hip loosened. Apparently. That's the one move that I'm going to say had nothing to do with the tank because <laughs> any lineup with Jared Cowan in it is instantly... Worse? Miles worse. <laughs> that's so horrible. The are rushing tonight.
1: And... So they were disappointed by that. Oh, I mean, they're so playing weird. the Oilers, what? so they're probably still going to win. But oh, I... Oh, shit.
0: Some part of me... Honestly wants to see
1: this lineup just take Win. out the Blackhawks or something and just get killed. I mean, they've all played in the NHL, you can say that. So uh, that, they got that going for him. You got Michael Grabner. Uh, just stone hands Michael Grabner. Who won fast the Calder? Fast?
0: Michael Grabner won the Calder? Yeah. Holy you shit. You didn't know that? No, no, no. Yeah, he won um Oh my god.
1: Wait, now you're making me... Wait,
0: I mean, he had a couple... What did he score, 30 or 40 goals one year?
1: I'm pretty sure he when he played on the Islanders, he got some really good um, minutes. I mean, he's
0: fast, but he can't... I'm screaming every time, every game, he's got at least one or two breakaways and can't finish on a single one.
1: Oh, that's hilarious.
0: I'm just looking now. He had a 34-goal season... 34 goals! In 2010-11.
1: It was that long ago, it's so fine. I remember when he got traded. And that was like that was the Bad Islanders. Yeah. I I mean you, you could see they had a little bit of a uh up and coming roster, but Oh wait, he didn't win the call he was very close to winning the Calder if I remember. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, I,
0: I, I feel like I would've remembered that. Oh man, it, I was wrong. Steve, it's okay. Shit. We're all wrong sometimes. That's true. Just some people All right, so uh, we got a couple more things. Steve, what do you want to talk about? 50th anniversary uh, of expansion, or you want to delve into some 30 thoughts? Because I do want to talk about both.
1: Um, Well, I was thinking about the 50th anniversary. I mean, mean, yeah, just
0: to touch on it quickly, I don't know. uh, So we've got the blues. The Kings, the Penguins, and the Flyers Who have all revealed their logos For their 50th anniversary Don't they all
1: involve like a giant 50 in them though?
0: Yeah, and the Blues one looks great You know, it's like a We'll link to it It's no frills, super minimalist Um, Penguins unveiled theirs Which teased their new colors Um, They're reported to be going To their alternates And a white away version of that Full time next year, which is Super exciting! That's got to be one of my favorite jerseys in the NHL right now.
1: Yeah.
0: And Steve, I know that you mentioned the Flyers. Um, oh yeah. The Flyers jersey that was teased um, in a tweet that they had sent out. What do you think? I mean, you got the one shoulder patch. It looks and just he just looks total like orange.
1: It looks like he's um, wearing a practice. Yeah, it's. Jersey, I think you know? that
0: it's. I think that it falls into that. Um, first Reebok Edge Leafs jersey that yeah. was just like <laughs> straight up blue
1: uh, it's not it's not my favorite yeah
0: man. i mean maybe the maybe the full jersey won't disappoint as much yeah, but they, I, that that i wasn't so hot on other than the fact that it was something new something yeah. exciting i imagine that all these teams are going to do something jersey wise Yeah, i mean the penguins are confirmed the flyers are now confirmed the Kings apparently have a ton of uh, throwback jerseys
1: planned. Cool. I mean, how? What are the jersey sales going to be like for NHL? Nice oh, it's going to be wild. They're I mean, wild.
0: with the Leafs, with all these teams celebrating their uh, bicentennial. The thing about the Kings is that they already do that great throwback night every yeah, year. And, and they killed the Bruins 9-2 to the other night in Boston wearing their uh, <sighs> original so Gallo jerseys. What are they going
1: to they're going to bring back uh, those late 2000s I, ones. How about that? No. Anything <laughs> yeah, but I, no. Want, I want
0: Burger King. I want purple. I want yellow. I want just all of the jerseys that you love to hate. I want the uh, original black and white and silver that ones. Would be the Gretzky a Kings oh, yeah. jerseys.
1: Those were great. But uh, it feels. The vibe I'm getting from these. I, I'm, I think shoulder patches is that. They're gonna be more modern looking jerseys, right?
0: But I mean, no, uh, except for the Blues. The Blues was the one that kind of deviated. Yeah, um, I sent you at the link on aesthetics. I don't know if you, oh ish. if you had a look at that. But um, you know, it's just you've got to visualize. And again, we'll tweet this out. But we've got the St. Louis Blues logo with just a yellow five zero behind it. Yeah, it's a great sort of vintage looking throwback look that I think is gonna look great. As a shoulder yeah. patch, as hopefully a tie-in with you know a throwback jersey for them as well. I know that their primaries are pretty similar right now, but it'd be yeah. great to see just that lighter shade of blue, oh, original dude. throwback.
1: What I want is those jerseys that uh, they had when Gretzky played that one year as a rental. There are those the red ones. Yeah, I no. love those. No, no, we need the we need <laughs>
0: the jersey that um that Mike Keenan vetoed. With just the trumpets and the music notes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's horrifying.
0: (laughs) You know, I love... And and we need to bring Mike Keenan back and
1: honor him that night. What is he doing, dude? And just, like, strap him to the bench. He would probably, like, have his eyes roll back into his head. He would be triggered, for sure, watching that. Oh, God. Could you imagine just an exercising... Like Mike Keenan on the bench. That's terrifying. Well, he was basically exercising every time he, uh, not like his. He was was exercising
0: his arm, signaling for the goalie to be pulled four or five times a game. Oh, no.
1: (laughs) I remember reading in this uh, Flyers book I had uh, back when I was a kid and thinking it was absolutely insane that he pulled a goalie. uh, I think it was um, Hextall, then returned him, pulled him again in the same game. Like, I mean
0: that was that's just classic
1: like Mike in practice that's I mean just,
0: he would do that with the flames even oh that's horrifying yeah um,
1: having nightmares
0: what uh you want to talk 30 thoughts um, I mean there were a few great ones in here oh yeah uh, I know you touched on Justin Schultz last week uh earlier this week and Friedman this week is just saying you know that there's nothing in uh imminent but the clock's ticking
1: on just just uh, Schultz and Edmonton I thought he would be gone by now it's just he, I, mean, I mean it's
0: just a matter of you know who's going to want him he obviously didn't pan out the way that people thought he would there he was, um, I was big on I was hoping that the Leafs were going to pick him up he was a free agent signing because I think that he wasn't signed out. did he know, like,
1: Baker or no like was he just Justin a Schultz. really big standout because I remember Matt Gilroy did and he didn't pan out either it seems like some of these college guys who were Yeah, undrafted. no,
0: I mean, you look at these, like, sort of... And I, I don't know if he was a
1: college guy as much as he... Because uh, he yeah, was a free agent. I remember, um, I remember I Matt mean, Gilroy, too. That was yeah, huge. He was and, I mean, big.
0: that's the thing about, you know, college signings. That, you know, their numbers in college are not going to necessarily... Blank. just transition Over to, to the, the NHL. NHL. And history. that's the thing. Uh, I was watching the Leafs and flames the other night and Damian Cox comes in in the intermission and has this whole segment where he's like pre- previewing the Leafs lines from for next year. And he had something like uh, JVR, Nylander, Marner ta- top line. <laughs> and then like Jim Vesey out of college... <laughs> um, Nazim Kadri and Stephen Stamkos or something like that. It's the, Sta- second the second line, line yeah. And I was like, so. oh, here we go, we just broke Twitter. And I'm like, no you didn't. You just put wrong lines <laughs> on the ground on that weird like screen that you step on during the intermission and just trolled all of Twitter with your opinions that you broke think are right Twitter. but are so grossly wrong almost every single time. What a load of mashed potatoes. Dude. And I mean, if you want to look even further into college guys... Uh, Casey Bailey who was included in the FNUF trade was signed out of college last year by the Leafs and well probably I mean if we're being honest not pan out
1: what if what if what if his parents listen to this podcast man do you really want to see that? if
0: if Casey Bailey's parents are one of the 30 people who listened (laughs) to our first episode then uh we salute you, Mr. and Mrs. Bailey, and we're sorry about your son. <laughs> oh, that's fucking horrible. <laughs> Hopefully he has a good... You know, I'm sure he'll have a good minor league career. He's just, You know, the Marlies who are just tearing up the AHL right now, he's not even top ten in scoring for them. Oh, I just... Man. I don't
1: see it. Yeah, that's... that's kind of... You know, I mean, I would... I, for one, would love just to say I could be, like... Has he played any games with the Leafs? He played a few with the Leafs last year. I think he had one goal, but this was at the point
0: when I was long done watching this team. (laughs) It was like post-trade deadline when they had their Zach Sills and their Eric Brewers and their uh, Joachim Lindstroms and just guys who were dumps to get draft picks. Uh, I was done by that point. I was so far into having a personal life and so far out (laughs) of watching that team. That I couldn't tell you. No. But I I do remember seeing him score at least once.
1: Yeah, he's had had his cup of coffee in the NHL, I guess. I mean, maybe he'll get a look on the uh, Senators with enough hard work.
0: Yeah. um, I know we were talking about the Blues a little earlier. Just want to come back to that because Friedman also mentioned that uh, they are really close to actually getting the Winter Classic next year.
1: Oh, I heard about that. Which
0: actually completely took me by surprise because I... Was not expecting that. For some reason in my mind, I hear Winter Classic now, and I instantly just think, Blackhawks. All right, who's playing the Blackhawks? Yeah. Um, I mean, for all I know, it could be Blues and Blackhawks. But um, the January 1st typical date for the Winter Classic actually falls on a Sunday this year, which has got people thinking that the Classic will be pushed back to uh, the Monday, potentially. Yeah. um, Or... You know, I don't even know what date because I'm I'm sure people are at work. Yeah on a Monday, right? Which is really But weird. um so I don't know what they're gonna do with that, but there's still talk that uh, Leafs fans who are hopeful about getting the an an outdoor game at BMO Field yeah. will BMO get Field. a January first yeah. game. Just oh. won't be the winter classic. Oh, might be the heck? heritage classic, might be something oh, yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't care what it is. I want to see them play outside. I want it to be a good, fun celebration of their yeah. centennial. I want to see Steven Samco score a hat trick. Oh, I <laughs> that's all I want. I don't. Who the hell cares whether it's the Winter Classic? If it's the Winter Classic, it means that I got to deal with Pierre Maguire and Doc Emmerich. Yeah. If it's an outdoor game against the Habs, against you know a oh, Canadian God. team. NBC will just shrivel up and like turn their backs away and I'll be able to watch it on a normal feed with normal guys who... Wow. (sighs) Wow. (laughs) Oh, baby. (laughs) Toronto! (laughs) You have to pause to get into Bob Cole mode. I love it. Uh, I don't have to pause to get into Doc Emmerich mode. I can just go right in here and say that uh, Marty Broder. Had his jersey retired the other night. There it goes. There it goes. Stop wow. Oh the God. Pittsburgh Penguins. Sidney Crosby.
1: God, you just, like, went through the entire dialogue of Doc Emmerich. That was, you forgot <gasps> and ricochet in the drive. Oh, it wouldn't go. Oh, God. Uh, two by, by goals the way. by the same team. <laughs> oh, there, there
0: are two groups of people who can appreciate this. Americans who realize that the grass is so much greener on the other side <laughs> yeah and anybody who owns NHL 16 and has not yet turned off the commentary <laughs> because I have owned that game for like three weeks
1: yeah and I almost lost my mind oh that was hilarious oh my god
0: some of the stupid shit that he says in that game I'm like how did this make the cut? goes <laughs> There, there, there's one where he goes. Um, it's the beginning of the third period, the, reg- the, the, the regulation period. I'm like, as a, as opposed to what? What were the first? <laughs> the third? <laughs> I don't understand. And and, uh, and and if one team scores two goals in a row, Tell- even if they're like two periods apart, right? He'll go two goals by the same team. It's so surprised.
1: It's <laughs> such a surprised <laughs> And I, I could understand that- if it was like. The third overtime period, but he says the third period, the third period, which you would associate with the third period,
0: not the regulation period,
1: not the regulation period.
0: I I, I want like uh I want a mod for that game where I can get Ray Ferrar to leave Ice Side and go up into the press box and just shove a stake through Doc Emery's <laughs> oh, Holy
1: shit! That's just one. That's your solution. That's fucking great. I have had enough of Doc
0: Emmerich's shit. Have you? <laughs> oh, oh. speaking of which, um, Steve, I don't know if you've ever looked... If, I don't know if you've ever been on, like, the hockey side of Tumblr. No, I have not. It's kind of great. I haven't I have been not. that much lately, although you can follow me at leafsramblingsblog.tumblr.com. Shameless, shameless promotion. Shameless promotion. Yeah. But... I do remember seeing this picture one time, and this is going off on a little bit of a tangent. Okay, okay. It's just, uh, the top caption was, I've had, and then a picture of Dion Phaneuf, and then the bottom caption is, of your shit. So it's supposed to be, I've had Phaneuf of your shit. Oh. But someone just comments, I've had Dion of your shit?
1: Yeah. (laughs) That's fucking horrible. (laughs) That's pretty great. I've had Dion your shit. Oh,
0: oh! By the way, uh, as soon as Dion Phaneuf was traded, the first thing that I did was I scoured Twitter for any tweets by uh, Bonks Mullet at Bonks Mullet on Twitter. Great sense follower, uh, great sense blog um, that were making fun of Dion Phaneuf. <laughs> and there's one. From like 2013 or 14, that's just a sarcastic "love you, Dion Phaneuf." Love and I retweeted you. it, and it's uh, it's my Twitter cover photo now. Really? And how do you how do you go from being on like the team that has to hate Dion Phaneuf more than almost any other team in the league to having him? Be a teammate that you at least have to kind of like...
1: Yeah, that's that's quite odd. Dion Phaneau
0: plays on the same team as Chris Neal now. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, ooh, believe- ooh, by the way, Chris Neal is still in the NHL. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> He's been in the NHL for like... Chris Neal's another one of those guys who I thought was 35 like 10 years ago. Yep. Um, um
1: 2004, he was 36. Uh, cool. Let's figure it out. He's
0: thirty six right
1: now. Oh, he's still thirty six. So he could have a couple more years. God damn, we got <laughs> yeah. we got
0: another one that just stays at thirty six for ten years. Yeah, we look like every years Detroit later. Red
1: Wing. Oh my God, Zetterberg. I don't know how old he is. Um, just just kidding. I out of his feel pride. like he's like
0: thirty nine. He's yeah. still, oh, man, he's thirty five. Holy shit. What? What the? F- yeah. <laughs> Holy fuck, dude! That's hilarious. <laughs> Elixir of not just longevity, but just like freezing time, had the Red Wings discovered? Because I, I swear, don't understand. That they have been this age for
1: like ten years. I, that's I cannot believe he's that young, dude. He's got he's got some more time. They've all got more time. This team's never going to have to. I mean, he's one of those guys who's 35 and I definitely think has a few more years in him at least. Yeah, on the other hand, though, I remember when Nicholas Cronwall was just coming into the league, and he's 34 now, which kind of surprised yeah. me. I feel like he just he just broke in. Brother of Leafs great Stefan Cronwall.
0: I don't, uh, I don't know. Leaves, <laughs> okay.
1: I don't know where he
0: is now. Um, this has just turned into me looking up a bunch of guys, yeah, and we're finding just... out either how old they are or where they are right now. Oh, that's Stefan Cronwall, Let's figure it out. Oh, he's somewhere. He's in the KHL, which oh, is great. a lot better
1: than I was expecting. If we're being honest. Ooh, Eric Tangrati, who I played with his cousin, is on the the Red Wings. Oh, you did. Yeah. But... In what? Uh it was literally my like one of my first years coming back into ice hockey, like as a pee wee, on my limited travel team. <laughs> Pan grady was in the back of his jersey. Damn. Yep, yeah, and my dad was good friends with him and apparently like you know, they knew he was gonna be in the NHL at that point. I was like, Whoa. Steve also had the uh, honor to play, what was it, street hockey against... Kapanen. Kasperi Kapanen. and hey, that was roller hockey, man. Leaves That's a great. step up. great.
0: Kasperi Kapanen, gold medalist. Oh, God, I'm pretty On sure a against camp. me. He, I'm pretty I, sure. I hope
1: that he lit you up. Oh, did, you know what? That game was 3-2, man. I remember that so well because I was like, I think, 10, and the last person scored in last minute, and I cried.
0: Well, I mean, what, was he our draft year? Was Captain Archer? Yeah, I think so. Maybe. Yeah. Wow.
1: Whoa, that's so weird, dude. We could have got drafted.
0: <laughs> yeah, if we were like a thousand times better than we were, and uh, I didn't stop
1: playing in like <laughs> high school, <laughs> they they had their eye on you. Okay, I remember, um, like, hearing about uh, how was his name? Speaking of the Senators, he Bobby Ryan played at. He was in Cherry Hill, right? Yeah, right he, near us. He, the story behind him actually like his last name was Stevenson, but uh, he had to change his name and move across the country due to domestic violence. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, So which
0: did you did you read the uh, Players Tribune from Patrick O'Sullivan? By the way,
1: I did. That was a good
0: read. That was I mean it was heavy shit, but it was a great read. Uh, Anybody who hasn't read it. You gotta go check out. I, it's probably a month or two old now, but Patrick O'Sullivan's uh, Players Tribune article just about uh, you know the hockey culture that he grew up in oh, yeah. with his dad, who was just you know Insane. physically and verbally abusing the shit out of him for basically his entire upbringing, and yeah. you know just the way that people around him turned a blind eye to it because they thought that you know that's their business and this yeah. this whole Idea of, you know, let parents do what they will. I'm not gonna question their parenting uh, yeah.
1: skills. Sometimes it's, there needs yeah. to be when it gets that bad, you know.
0: I mean, it's 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 a bummer, but it's definitely an important piece to read. Um, yeah. We'll tweet that out too. I mean, we're gonna. I need to get a list going because we're gonna be <laughs> <a> few things <laughs> now. Um, I don't know what else I had to. Um, do you want to talk about Pecorino just quickly? I mean, it was in... Oh, yeah. Didn't um, he go to the
1: All-Star game, even though he's well, like... Which is hilarious, because Nashville just stream. voted him in. That's great. Um, oh, uh, whoa, Jesus yeah. Christ, that scared the shit out of me. Uh, uh, what the fuck? Uh, no. Um,
0: Pecorine, um There's just sort of questioning now that, you know, if Nashville... Is really serious about making a playoff push. I mean they're in a wild card spot right now. If they're serious about making a good push this year, would they consider adding a goalie this uh Just to light a deadline?
1: Fire.
0: Yeah. Um Carrie Ramo. I was thinking James
1: Reimer. Oh, okay, okay. And well, I'm I, not thinking please please don't trade for James Reimer. <laughs> Keep him. But every trade.
0: What are you going to get? What are you going to get? I mean, it is Nashville, so they're just going to give us a first like they did for Cody Franzen. Oh, that would be something. And Brandon Leipzig. And I think the pick, the picks that drafted um, Travis Dermott and Jeremy Bracco.
1: What a steal. That was a great trade. Your
0: daily reminder that we
1: could have gotten Josh Georges oh, from Montreal for Cody Franzen. God.
0: Now, his teammate.
1: Yeah. That's that's hilarious. They could be a pairing on huh? I probably will be paired or have been paired. <gasps> oh. That was my shitty burp campaign What to is yours. this burpcast now? Uh well if it was burpcast, I wouldn't be holding my own here. Oh my <laughs> god. That's for Um sure. Just a few
0: more things that I guess um I wanted to talk about Bob Hartley and his decision to scratch uh Monahan and Goudreau and oh, that was I, a Wanted to maybe either touch on Crosby or the Habs, or both if we have time. Steve, I know you got to get out of here real quick, so let's just go to Calgary real quick. Um, Obviously, Bob Hartley cut practice at 25 minutes um, on Monday, I believe. Really? um, Was apparently super pissed at the team (laughs) and ultimately decided to scratch... Uh, Monaghan, Gaudreau, and Lance Boma against um, the Leafs for disciplinary reasons.
1: That's pretty crazy. And it
0: kind of just reeks of... And ironic that something would happen to Kadri in this game, but it reeks of the Kadri situation from last year where Mm -hmm. he was late to practice and the team suspended him for, I think, three games. Wow. And... People are saying, and it wasn't even something that I thought about. But the Super Bowl was the night before. Were they hungover? Yeah. Were they partying? Because for three guys to be scratched for disciplinary, it's got to be some like oh, yeah. collective thing where they were doing something together. And it only makes sense given the situation.
1: I think that's pretty good for them if that was the case. Because I mean, all those guys are young. They're, they're considered yeah. the core. I moving mean, forward. they're they're the future. And you gotta you, you gotta know really I mean, boma
0: a little. A little less, bit less, so, yeah. But obviously, Monahanna and Gaudreau, yeah. big, big pieces of your future. Big. Yeah. You know. John Gaudreau,
1: who was near me growing up, too. So that's, that's pretty weird. I
0: always forget that he's American because of his
1: name. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's like French Canadian, yeah. I guess. Oh, that's um, hilarious.
0: So obviously, they were scratched. I think that, you know, if there was anything where they missed practice, where they were hungover, where they had been partying. And Hartley thinks that it gets out of control. Yeah, I think that it's a fine move. And it was against the Leafs, so it literally doesn't matter at all. (laughs) And they won. So everyone except for them will hopefully forget about it and hopefully they will learn from it.
1: You know, there's something you don't see in the NHL too much, in my opinion, is scratching... Or it should happen more, it does happen. Scratching young players like that to kind of... For discipline, I mean... Yeah, I I didn't want to cut you off. You kind of, you see uh, people like Drew and who, he wasn't playing that well, so they scratch him, (laughs) and he gets all... I mean, he kicked, yeah, yeah. he threw a fit, but I
0: think the NHL has now set a precedent of you're going to be held accountable for these things, for disciplinary, uh, you know, reasons... Look, Ovechkin was scratched for missing
1: practice this year. Yeah, that's pretty That's good. Pretty and
0: that's there's a way to handle it. There's a way to handle it and say, hey, we're going to scratch you tonight. Maybe we're going to scratch you for a couple games. Really get it hammered home.
1: Get back on Think your about game. what
0: happened last year, the whole mess in Calgary with Evander Kane showing up late and Dustin oh. Bufflin throws his tracksuit in the shower. <laughs> that's, that's the way that's... not to handle it. And I think that teams are just becoming a little more wary of, hey, we want to nip this in the butt before it gets out of control. Let's deal with it. Let's give them a game or two. Let's make them sit out, you know. Yeah. Avoid this spiraling out of control. Avoid the bad habits from getting to be more than habits where it's a thing that's happening on the regular and we don't do anything because they're star players. Yeah. I think that, you know, I think it's the right move. I don't, I don't have any qualms with it at yeah. all. I didn't have any qualms with it when it was Kadri. I think that he needed it. I think that, you know, I don't... I, a thing that I think people often forget is you see people on TV playing hockey professionally, making millions of dollars. These, a lot of these guys are kids. A lot of these guys are yeah. college-age students. College-age guys. And I'm around people like that all day. Yeah. every
1: day that's insane to think about
0: i who hasn't done something stupid that if you were in the nhl you would you get you oh or, yeah
1: <laughs> shit i mean oh god i remember what's his name the islanders prospect this josh loucen yeah he went w- home from
0: uh, he wouldn't even yeah. wake up his roommate yeah. like tried to wake him I mean, up and he didn't right. go and i mean that was the second year in a row that the islanders were really down on him Yeah. and i mean the thing is if you're not going to be motivated, if you're not going to show up, okay. You know what? The, the team has every right to send they you. They need you. If you have are already on a short leash, right? And you do it again a second year in a row, hell yeah, you should be sent home. You're fucked up. Yeah, you're exactly. That stuff. Sidney Crosby I'm is now, I believe, fifth. Fifth in the NHL in scoring.
1: He's got like a point streak going, right?
0: But but uh, but Steve oh, Steve yeah? I forgot. Sidney Crosby.
1: Yeah. He's not good anymore. Oh no, he's no. A good I mean dude, You should trade him, dude. Yeah. Strip the captaincy. Um that ship has sailed. There's no going back now. You can't say he's good now.
0: But now look, I mean, Wave where him. are Sidney Crosby's daughters now? He's on fire. Oh, I had a hat-trick just... the other night. Seven goals and eight assists in the last eight games. 24 goals and 29 assists
1: on the season. I mean... it's pretty good, yeah.
0: The Penguins... Um,
1: They're holding a wild-card spot right now.
0: I, th- I think so. They were shut out last night against the Rangers. Um, oh, the Rangers but, are pretty good, though, so... Uh, yeah. Um, I mean... By default, sort of this year, I have to be the biggest Penguins fan because we conditionally (laughs) have their first-round pick if they make the playoffs. And, yeah, they've got through 53 games, they got 61 points, a couple games up in hand on um, the Devils, who also have 61. So they're in the thick of that, like, playoff race. But the other thing is, if you look at the Metro now,
1: Oh, I don't even want to.
0: They've got the ability to sort of jump up in there. I yeah. know it's been a bit of a musical chairs between the Isles and the Penguins and the Devils to a lesser degree. You know, I still think that the Rangers are not going
1: to... Keep up the space, or...?
0: I mean, they, they haven't been great lately. Yeah. Oh, no, no, they haven't. There's 7-3-1 in the last ten. But they they definitely dropped off since the beginning of the year when they were just killing it. They were top of the division and everything. I think that, you know, as we progress, you see that they've got a couple games in hand now. We're going to see them drop back into this. Again, musical chairs of Rangers, Islanders, Penguins, maybe Devils if Schneider can keep killing it. Those four teams are really going to be fluctuating where they're at through the rest of the season. Which... Means that realistically the Penguins have a 50 to 75% chance of making the playoffs. Yeah. You know, I don't care whether they slip in or rank a little higher. I just really hope that for the leaf's sake, they can get in there and um, yeah, all will be well. All um. right, we're going to wrap up now in a second. Steve, I just want to share you one more thing.
1: Oh, yeah? Before I go off to art history? Yes, sir. 105. Um,
0: what have we got? This comes from Johan Franz's Instagram account. We've got a video of oh, 13-year-old nice. Dylan Larkin. What? <laughs> this is going to be good. Being just the biggest like frat boy hockey D-bag in his basement. Oh, Let's see it. Let's see it.
1: Hey, boys. It's uh, YouTube. It's uh, Evolve. It's Oh God!
0: What the hell? So, so he calls himself D Boss. D Boss. As the video goes on, he's draped in an American flag, <laughs> just like sniping in his basement. Just the classic, like, um, like short shorts. And, uh, um, sandals and socks hiked up to your knees, like... Oh, no, dude. That's, like, varsity hockey douche. Yeah. Um. <laughs> d And, you know what? I'm not saying that Canadian junior hockey is not like that, because I know it is, but I'm just saying...
1: <laughs> oh, dude, I, I know what it's like, Avery. <laughs> I've, I've seen them, I've been around them. Oh, my lord. Uh,
0: all right, but anyway, we gotta go, um... As always, you can find me at, at Leafs Ramblings on Twitter, podcast at TLNO podcast, and Steve is at Steve, Steve. Brzezinski One. Um, yeah. All right. Indeed. Thank you, Steve, for helping me out again. Oh, thank you, Avery. And um, again, all those links that we mentioned uh, will be posted. I'll tweet out, um, you know, any updates. I actually, um, we've been submitted to iTunes for approval. We should be. Uh, oh. Hearing back real soon about that, Steve you'll be able to download through there. All, as always, you can find us on SoundCloud. And thanks for listening. Uh, if you are either, once again, one of the 30 people who listened <laughs> last time, or maybe you're number 31, in which case,
1: well, thank you. Thank you. We <laughs> love you. What